Welcome to Life and DNA with Amanda Renee. I'm so glad you joined me today. Let's get started. So today, like I promised last week, I was going to tell you how it went at my mom's. Um, thankfully it went well. I'm doing good. Like I said last week on, I'm trying to let go of any, you know, anger and bitterness towards her for everything. Um, and this trip was easier than it has been. So it made it nice. Uh, we actually talked more. Um, I'm still very cautious on cautious on what I bring up to her, cautious on what I let her know. And I don't go very deep. I just stay kind of shallow and <clears throat> the ba keep it to the basics. Don't give very many details. Um, and the kids had fun because my mom lives out in the country and my brother that still lives at home <laughs> is like a big kid. And so they played with him outside and drove his golf cart and <clears throat> my stepdad's um, old riding lawnmower that doesn't mow anymore, but they ride around in it. And so they got to do all of that. Um, there were a couple of things that definitely reminded me, okay, you weren't wrong. Cause a lot of times with, um, covert narcissists, they're very good at, um, hiding that, uh, they are called covert for a reason. It's harder to tell that they're narcissistic. Um, but there were a few times in our conversations where I was like, okay, you didn't make it up. You didn't imagine it. <laughs> this is what she is. And right now she's doing a really good job of hiding it. But there were those digs, <laughs> the digs. Um, one of them, oh, one, one thing we were talking about, uh, parenting and <clears throat> making mistakes in parenting and how hard that is and things. Cause obviously <clears throat> there are things, you know, I've done as a parent that I wish I could go back and change, but <clears throat> my, my mom was like just flippantly was like, Oh yeah. Sorry about that. When her mistake was cheating on my dad, lying about it for over a decade, uh, lying about him so that we thought everything was his fault for well over a decade and, uh, taking his house and property from him because she lied about it and made it look like it was his fault. Uh, yeah, but she just flippantly was like, oh yeah, sorry about that. <laughs> I'm like, okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then the other thing, oh, somehow we got on the subject of my birthday for some reason. I don't remember why, how that came up. And she made the comment that like, I don't invite her to my birthday anymore. And <laughs> like, um, you're the one that made it very clear. You weren't coming to anyone's birthdays anymore. 
not even your grandkids. So why would I invite you? You've let us know you are not coming. And I have invited, even after she said she wasn't coming, I still let her know when my kids' birthday parties were coming up. But she, of course, didn't come. So <clears throat> it was all I could do to keep the peace and keep my mouth shut. It was, it was all I could do. I knew it was, there wasn't any point confronting her about it because she would either deny it, play the victim, make excuses. I wasn't in the mood for that. So I just took a deep breath and moved on. But other than that, you know, it was a, it was a good visit. Um, well, I don't have to go over there very often because it's very tiring and taxing to watch what you say and you can't be genuine. You know, when you're going gray rock, it's, it's hard because you can't be your yourself. You have to stay really shallow and really <clears throat> just, you know, keep it to basic conversation. Nothing, nothing major, but overall, way better than I expected. So that was nice. Um, <clears throat> the other thing I was going to talk about, I last week, uh, decided I was going to go carnivore. I was going to try the carnivore diet. I'd been looking into doing pal uh, paleo. Um, I need to do something. And of course I, start with the most restrictive thing that there possibly is. But I had heard of, uh, the carnivore diet everywhere. I'd heard on, um, Facebook, people were talking about it. Uh, multiple YouTubers that I listened to and watched, they were talking about it. Um, even one of the, uh, my fellow podcasters that I uh, communicate with, um, she had mentioned it on her show. Um, so I was like, well, let me look into it. I watched multiple YouTube videos on it, um, listened to everything they said, <clears throat> got it down. And then I was going to go shopping and get all of this meat and I'm going to try it. And I am not a big meat eater. I don't particularly care for a lot of meat. I like my sides to kind of dilute the taste of the meat. <laughs> so this was going to be hard for me. I made it four whole days, which for me is, uh, really good because <laughs> I don't always stick with things. My husband and my kids were teasing me because I'm not great at sticking with stuff like that. It's too restrictive. And that's ultimately why I went ahead and quit. Um, <clears throat> I, it, I did feel good. Um, the first uh, couple of days, the cravings were, oh, they weren't fun. Um, it wasn't as bad as I thought it would be. Um, I did let myself have a small sweet potato on the second day, um, just so I could kind of wean off of carbs and not go cold turkey. Cause I didn't really want, a lot of times that's why I can't stick with things is because the detox stuff is just miserable for me. And it makes me grouchy and I'm with my kids all day. So that isn't fun for them or me. And <clears throat> so I was going to try and kind of wean myself off of it. Um, I made carnivore coffee, which was 
similar to um, bulletproof coffee that I used to I used to drink when I was on a different plan and so that was really good that gave me energy that would actually keep me full all morning until lunch um but this may be a TMI but if you go carnivore you get constipated like that's one of the big things and I'm like I can't live like that that was miserable and then day four I had bought some I'd finally given in and bought some steak because my my family was gonna get chick-fil-a and it was so hard to order the chick-fil-a for them and me not get any so I had bought a steak and steaks are amazing cooked in the air fryer let me tell you <laughs> I could only eat half of it but it was so good but no longer no I ate the steak was full and I was like oh well, I'm not gonna have a stomach ache like I would have if I'd eaten Chick-fil-a because usually the thing I like to eat at Chick-fil-a the spicy deluxe sandwich it hurts my stomach <clears throat> most fast food hurts my stomach uh, so I don't eat it very often but uh, I got nauseous like real fast and real bad <laughs> I didn't end up you know getting sick or anything but I was nauseous most of the evening after that steak and I don't know what it was because you know everybody else finished my steaks and they were they were fine they didn't get sick so I decided yeah the carnivore diet wasn't for me on top of all of that I was scrolling through I think Facebook and uh, I follow these ladies that have a plan called Trim Healthy Mama and I followed them for years I've done the plan off and on for years and it's good it's just I don't like I have so much to do during the day that anything that requires me to cook more than I already have to I'm just not gonna stick with and carnivore was kind of that way too <clears throat> like you have to cook all three meals and yes I'm home but I have a lot to do and so I don't like to have to you know dirty up a bunch of dishes find the ingredients and cook a bunch of meals so <clears throat> I haven't uh, stuck with that even though they I love their plan because their plan is mostly you just separate your fuels your fuels are that your body uses are carbs and fats and you don't mix the two like when you eat a high carb meal you have a very limited amount of fat I think it's like one teaspoon of fat with your meal and if you have a high fat meal <clears throat> I think you're limited to like 10 grams of carbs something like that if I remember right it's been a while since I've done it but they have a podcast and I decided well before I completely decide to quit carnivore I will listen to that podcast and <clears throat> kind of see what they have to say they're Christian and they study I mean this is their business they study nutrition like extensively and if you know they were wrong about something in the past they will say it and they're really good you know about giving you information <clears throat> so I listened to what they had to say and it made sense it resonated with what you know I believe as well um, the thing that I didn't like about all of the people promoting carnivore that I listened to um, 
and I hated hearing it at the time. They're supposed to be doctors and, you know, giving you all this advice. And they kept, they kept saying that, well, people are just animals and, you know, we evolved to this and we weren't made to eat plants. And, um, none of that lines up with anything I believe at all. I had to, uh, ignore that as I listened to everything else that they said. <clears throat> and honestly, I just wanted something to kind of jumpstart some weight loss because with Hashimoto's, it's just so hard to lose weight. You know, if I restrict how much I eat. It's really not going to do a whole lot for me. And that's frustrating, especially since you know, I've got a little ways to go on what I need to lose, but so it's just, I get exasperated sometimes with how long it takes and how hard it is, uh, in this, this, you know, the slow process of just cutting back. Um, so anyway, I don't believe that, you know, God created animals and people. Yes. On the same day, there are very many similarities, but we are the only ones that he breathed his life into. We are the only ones made in his image. We are not just animals. We didn't evolve from animals. And um, if you look in Genesis, before Adam and Eve sinned, every creature and person, we were all, everybody was made to be vegetarian. So kind of the whole premise of carnivore went against what I believe. So I listened to them and their whole, the Trim Healthy Mama, it's all about balance. And typically anytime I study anything with God, it is all about balance. You never want to go in one ditch or the other. You want to stay kind of in the middle of the road, typically. <clears throat> and so, um, while I went a little crazy, the first my first few days back getting to eat. Um, it's like, Oh, I was deprived of this for four whole days. I needed to eat this. <laughs> um, I'm trying to get back. And my thing is finding like today I made, um, oatmeal, homemade oatmeal. And I put, um, sugar-free chocolate chips in there. I did put a little bit of sugar on top though. So I need to get my stevia back out, I guess. And, um, so I made, you know, a healthy breakfast. The kids ate some too. And that didn't take very long at all. So that wasn't hard. That was nice. Um, I can do that, you know, pretty regularly. Um, my thing is just making myself do it. And then my two big downfalls, because I don't eat a lot at dinner. Um, I'm not great at coming up with healthy dinners all the time. Um, you know, we have a lot of pasta, even though pasta hurts me, I can't really eat a whole lot of it. Um, so I don't eat a ton at supper generally and breakfast is all usually small for me too. So my two downfalls are lunch and it's not that I eat a ton at lunch. It's just my go-to choice is, uh, is nachos with shredded, the shredded cheese, not the liquid cheese. Um, just because it's 
easy and filling and I don't really have to think about it. It's just really hard for me to find a quick, easy, healthy lunch. But if I could find something like that, so if anyone has any suggestions that is not salad, I can't eat salad that I've made at home. It will hurt my stomach every time for some reason. I can eat it at a restaurant, but I can't eat it at home and I don't understand why. But so if anybody has any quick, easy, healthy lunch ideas, I would appreciate it. Every time I Google it or look for something, it's never anything that I'll actually eat. Um, and then at snacking at bedtime, I kind of deprive myself of things all day. And then when I'm relaxing at night, the little bit of time I get to myself because my kids stay up later now and they're in and out, um, in now the living room, the way the house is set up. So I don't get a lot of just alone time and with the way I'm wired, I need that. So without staying up really late, I kind of do that, but I like to have a snack. I don't like to be starving all night. I don't like to have my stomach growling and wake me up. Um, so that is my other weakness. I need to quit doing that. And I know I need to quit doing that and I need to do better about that. Um, so that's what I'm working on is cutting that back, trying to find a better lunch option and, uh, cooking my breakfast in the mornings if I can do it quickly. So has anyone out there tried carnivore or, uh, even heard of it? And what was your experience on it? If you did, I'd love to hear. Um, I just didn't care for it. I'm not a, you can eat meat and eggs. You're allowed to eat cheese, but I'm not a big cheese person except on my nachos. And, uh, I was so sick of meat and eggs after two days. I couldn't even imagine going much past that. Um, <clears throat> and then the other thing going on is, well, of course, Thanksgiving is next week and we have a lot to do. We're decorating our Christmas tree this weekend. So the kids and I, we're taking all of next week off school, except for Monday, because we need to do Friday's work on Monday. Friday is when we dig all the totes out of the shed with our Christmas stuff. And I'm going to get the tree all set up so that we can decorate it on Saturday evening. Um, Saturday ended up being a really busy day for us. Normally we don't have anything to do but decorate the tree. And our tradition when we decorate, this started with my family um, and I've carried it on, but when we decorate I make a bunch of snacks. So our dinner will be mostly snacks. <clears throat> I make a punch. It's called Grinch Punch and if you google that recipe it is really good. Really good. And um, Chex Mix course. As soon as I smell Chex Mix, it feels like Christmas to me. And I make homemade fudge. And what else? I made pumpkin rolls last weekend and we have one of those to eat. Um, we get the Ritz crackers with spray cheese and put olives on some of those. So you have olives and pickles and I have nice pretty uh, platters and trays and stuff that we use just for this and for Christmas Eve. We get the same 
snacks back out um, on Christmas Eve and do the same thing when we hang stockings and watch a Christmas story. Um, so I'm looking forward to that this weekend. That's always fun. Now that the kids are older, uh, we let them decorate the tree mostly and we just stand there and hand them ornaments, <laughs> which makes it nice. They're even getting tall enough. They can reach most of the way up the tree now. And uh, then next weekend <clears throat> or next week, we will spend Thanksgiving with my dad's family, which is always fun. I have a really big family on that side. And, um, my aunt and uncle live, um, out in the country where my grandpa used to live or where my grandparents used to live. <coughs> Excuse me. And so the kids get to like drive the side by sides and run around and see the cows and the horses and they have a really big house. So we all have a lot of space to hang out and eat. Um, it kind of sucks this year because everybody has to leave early for a stupid football game on Friday when they normally play on Saturday. So we normally get to have like a big hayride and stuff on Friday, but not this year because everybody has to leave. Or uh, So far that's how it's looking. I'm kind of hoping. One of my sisters says she might go ahead and get to stay, her and the kids, so I'm hoping maybe we'll get to have the hayride anyway because the kids were kind of bummed. We didn't get to have it last year either because of the weather. So they were really looking forward to it. Um, and then I have a cousin on my mom's side coming in. So we'll probably get to go hang out with them too. And they're a lot of fun. So we're looking forward to next week. And then I'll just be getting ready for Christmas. Ugh. Which, by the way, I'll only be posting one podcast a week at least from now until the holidays are over. Um, I might go stick with that permanently if I can, if I like it like that. Um, we'll see. It's just been so busy lately. And so trying to, uh, research for the DNA side, as well as just talk about what's going on in life on the life side, it's been hard. So this way I can kind of alternate or uh, talk a little bit about both and I'll post on Thursdays still. So there won't be one on Tuesdays, at least for a while. <clears throat> but, um, does anybody have any like holiday traditions? What is it you do? When do you decorate the tree and put it up? And what do you do to make it special? And is there a certain movie you watch? We usually put on, uh, a Christmas story when we do things. Um, I can't remember if we do that we decorate the tree or not. We might. Um, we like to watch all of the Charlie Brown things. So we'll be watching that Thanksgiving movie together as a family soon. Um, but what are y'all's traditions and what do you do? I'd love to hear about it, but that's all I have for today. So next Thursday, I'll be back on here. Um, not sure what I'll be talking about yet. Maybe more of my colonial ancestors if I can get some time to research. I hope so. That's because I'm really curious to know um, how many more I have. Again, if there's a pilgrim in there somewhere, I'm kind of hoping. That'd be awesome. Um, so I'm going to try and get some more research done on that. And if I find anything, I will definitely talk about it 
on Thursday. Thanks for listening to Life in DNA with Amanda Renee. Come back next Thursday when I'll be talking more about my colonial ancestors and whatever's going on in life. I'll talk to you then.